It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. The ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Say play ESPN, we pop up on your smart speakers and you can download the podcast. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So we've been asking the question all day. Who'd you rather have for the rest of these playoffs, Steph or Jimmy Butler? Because, Jay, I think it's fair to say so far you'd rather have Jimmy Butler so far in these playoffs, right? Or no, you're saying Steph has outplayed Jimmy Butler in these playoffs so far? Now I'm confused. (laughs) What question are you asking me? I'm I'm saying we're asking asking for the rest of the playoffs because it's not much of a debate, right? Jimmy Butler has played better than Steph so far? Yeah, Jimmy Butler has played the best out of any player in the playoffs, but you're asking me if I had to choose one to take moving this forward in the playoffs? I'll take Steph. We'll okay. Take Steph Curry. I'll take Steph Curry. Okay, but that is the Based question we are asking. Based on what I've seen him do in the Western Conference Finals and the NBA Finals, I'll take Stephen Curry. That is what we're asking. Damian in South Carolina wants to chime in. Yes, sir. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I think Jimmy Butler is a great player, and I definitely think he has his place. No doubt he's in the place for him. Um, but I think Steph gave you a – I think it's kind of a shame we put him in the same category as Steph. Steph gave you a glimpse last night of what's to come, I think. Um, and I also think here in about a week and a half or two, we, we won't be having this discussion when the Heat aren't even in the finals. Um, them being down 13 in the second quarter without the Celtics having Horford and Smart, um, I think the Celtics got to feel good going into game two. And before I hang up, I just got to give a shout out to Keyshawn and let him know who the real USC is, University of South Carolina. Woo. Go Cox, baby. Mm. Very <clears throat> what? Very good <laughs> women's basketball team. There's no question about it. I just saw Coach Staley the other night uh, at the upfront and a couple of the top players, and I congratulated them. So congratulations to the women's basketball program of. University of South Carolina. That's that's very big of you, Key. <laughs> such, that was such a nice jab. By the way, what do you what do you think I'm rooting for, Jay? <laughs> do you think I'm rooting for Steph to ball out or not? Because I predicted that he's, or I've 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 noticed that his performance I, I has declined. Think, in the I play. think every time you see a new opponent that is about to play against Stephen Curry, that is the same cheese that you start sniffing when you hear Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. You get excited. You're like, Dude. don't. Don't you dare let Luka Doncic next step Stephen Curry out. That's right. Don't you do it. Don't do it, Steph. That's what I'm saying. That's right. I think you're you're setting it up for the setup. But see, I don't I hear what you're saying about the setup, but I don't control the outcome. I understand, but you so, bait it. So yeah, you but, bait but it. what you I think what athletes do when media guys like me set up the story that way is you think, oh, you're but you're rooting for it to be a certain well, I way. Say you're rooting but here's for him, the but- thing but here's the thing about me, Jay. If I see it, I say it. Yeah, but you like you would like for the narrative to be proved correctly that you are on the right side of history because I know how you are with debates. I I'm already think I'm on the right losing. side of history. See, that's what, you can't so, you even frame stories like yeah the truth matters. I'm like but wait it's the truth from your subjective perspective. It's not fact yet. Yeah, I don't care about that. Let me ask you this real quick though, Jay. So out of the four teams that are left, what are the two best 
matchups, not just from a television standpoint. <laughs> Wait, clear, clear, go ahead. Clear it, your throat, Keith. Go ahead. No, I don't need to clear it. It's oh, just, okay. it's, hey, oh, it's, it's going. Just, I didn't know we had Doc Rivers on the show today. It's just a, <laughs> I, I work for a living, and up front got me. So <laughs> talking to all them executives and sponsors, hey, how you doing? You going to sign up for us this year? <laughs> Doc, <know>. Johnson. <laughs> um, Doc Johnson. But you hear what I'm asking you? No, because so, I was losing in the Doc Rivers voice. Go ahead. Okay, so the four teams that are left, uh-huh. which two – are the best matchups, not just from a television standpoint, but like a opponent standpoint. Is it is it Miami versus Golden State? Miami, Boston, Dallas, Go- Boston, be, Golden State. Be Boston, Golden State. Yeah, that's what you rather see. Uh, I, I don't know, like rather see. I mean, I rather see the team that wins the games to get there. But I'm just saying, from well, a year ago when you were covering it, you wanted to see Phoenix and. Uh, it was like, no, it was Phoenix and somebody. Miami, I think it was. No, it was Phoenix and it was two good cities. Let's just put it that way. Oh, you, yeah, that's because yeah. I would have traveled there, yes. Yeah, it was Phoenix Me and not traveling there means it's different. It was Phoenix and somebody. I, I, uh, I, I think from a star power perspective, like, and this is not to – and I love what Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero, but from just a sheer star power perspective, right, the fact that you have Clay, Steph, Draymond, the toughness of that team, Wiggins, the, the coming along of Jordan Poole – combined with the Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, like those edge-ups, like those matchups, I think that would probably be the best bang for your buck. Okay, I just needed to know that. You can go ahead and debate and argue with him now again, Max. Kaminga also will give you a play where you go, oh, my God, did you see that every now and then? Um, yeah, that's what we're asking about Steph. I would rather Steph ball out, but I, doesn't, I don't he think that – balled out last night? I don't think that pro- – no, I mean in the finals. I don't think that proves me wrong. I think that just means that he has become better in those situations. It's okay to say that you want to be proved correct all the time. No, my point is I'm not rooting for what you think I'm rooting for. I'd much rather see the athlete succeed. Are you uh, so? Let, let's let's have a but social experiment. If he does not succeed, let's have a social it. experiment. You got to take you. it and run with it. I want to have a social experiment with you yes. in real time. Mm-hmm. Are you still saying that you're willing to take? See, here's my thing. When I'm wrong, I'm like, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, I, I got that one wrong, Key. Key, I heard you say it. I haven't heard Max say it, though. Really? So, yeah. So, with Andre Iguodala, are you still taking him to make a clutch shot over Steph? At this point in Iguodala's career and this point in Steph's career? No. When I said it, 100%. Okay. An you- open look, an open look with the game on the line, Iguodala was a more clutch-type player. He wasn't nearly as good a player. All right, Joe in Ohio. Let's take Joe in Ohio. Hey, Joe. I can't listen to Max Kelly hey, anymore. <laughs> can't let go. Uh, hey, guys. What's up? What's um, up, Joe? <clears throat> You know, it's it's not fair to say uh, who's better in the playoffs and who's not. But I think that Steph does not have to do as much as Jimmy because he has more around him. I think Keyshawn touched on that earlier in the show. Um, but Jimmy is playing his heart out right now. But I think I would rather have Steph and... Yeah, I, I would just rather have Steph right now in the playoffs. I'm not taking nothing away from Jimmy. He he is playing his heart out. He's playing outrageous. But right now, I would just take Steph. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, taking one over the other doesn't mean that you're sliding the other person. It's just your preference, what you choose. Joe in Ohio. So, Andy in Colorado. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah. Good morning. I watch you guys every morning uh, when I get off work. Um, What's up, man? Yeah, I, I, I don't think uh, you can bet against Steph Curry. Um, I know we've all been hearing uh, 
bang for 13 years, and I think he's still got plenty of those left. And Jimmy Butler's playing lights out, but I'd always bet on Steph. I mean, I hear you. I, I will mention this, though. I will mention this. I was there in Game 7, last four and a half minutes of a Game 7 at home. They didn't score a single point and lost. To, and by the way, they were about to be called the greatest team of all time. Oh, my God. It and happens. No, it doesn't England happen to everyone. It happened to them. The New though. England Patriots lost That's in true. the Super Bowl yep. undefeated to a team that they were better than. It happens, Max. Basketball Does that a little mean, different. But it does, it's no different. It's no different because when you're at the top and then all of a sudden you get upset, people are going to point to that. It happens. It's, can't You can't. You can't lose a game seven at home without scoring a point in the last. You shouldn't lose. A, last you shouldn't lose a Super Bowl when you're undefeated and you just roll no, through no, the entire I, league. I hear you, but it happens. I hear you, but it took luck and crazy play after crazy play. Whereas the Golden State Warriors' offense just fell apart when they needed. And that the was basically luck because they fell apart. McKenzie in Miami. Wrong with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN. Oh, Miami! I know what he's gonna say. Yeah, uh, yeah. Listen. I appreciate y'all taking the call, but Steph Curry is the greatest shooter, but he's clearly not the best player. Now, you know, Jimmy Butler, never, he doesn't run from a shot. He doesn't run from the challenge. He doesn't, he doesn't run from a moment. Steph Curry, there's been many, many times that they just hide him on defense. You know what I'm saying? Can he shoot the ball? Yes. Outside that, all-around player, Jimmy Butler is clearly the leader of the team. The Miami goals, as far as Jimmy Butler takes them, Steph Curry, he he's he is an added addition to a well-oiled machine. You know what I'm saying? Not to take anything away from Steph Curry. I don't think Steph. See, I don't think that's who, right. Who, I'm, riding, I'm riding. I'm riding with the riders. You know what I'm saying? I, I do, but I don't think that's right. You can't say Steph is an addition. Steph is the machine. Like, that I get. I think that's the strongest argument for Steph is what a, his scoring average might go down a little bit, but that's okay because he creates this machine that can win. So try to stop him, and Clay has an open shot, and Draymond has more time to shoot, and blah, 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 right? I, I get it. I'm, what I'm rooting for is for Clay to is Clay, is for Steph to ball out, win the finals MVP. I'm rooting for it, but I got to see it. Sean in D.C., you're on with Keyshawn J. Willimax. What's up, fellas? Um, if, you're asking, if, you're taking, if you're talking about right now, I'm taking Jimmy Butler. Because like, like Keyshawn said earlier, Steph don't have to do it. Jimmy has to do it, and he's doing it. You know, you, we, I'm a Miami fan. I'm going to be honest with you. But we got to hope that somebody else show up. We got to hope Bam show a presence in the paint or hope that Tyler Hero can come off the bench and knock down a couple of threes, and Struess. We're playing guys that haven't even been drafted. So Jimmy has to do it, and he's doing it. It's almost like if you're in a boxing match, and you have to get a knockout to win the fight, and you do it, you won the fight. You're the best fighter that night. You did it. Yeah. I, I, look, Jimmy's playing at a crazy, crazy level right now. Tonight it will be another test against Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, which is a different level of defense that I would like to see Jimmy Butler continue to sustain this there's, greatness at. There's more skepticism about whether Butler can keep it up because he's playing over his head right now. I understand that. But, but you know, if he continues to do it, we have to reconsider where he is in the NBA well, I, universe. I, I think that's the bigger conversation, you know, playing over your head or confusing that with, oh, this is who Jimmy Butler is all the time. 
Luke in Ohio has something to say about it. Hey, fellas, thanks for taking my call. I uh, Right now, I would take Steph. Um, you know, with the way the game in the NBA is played right now, I'd go with Steph Curry. I think they're both fantastic players. But to kind of go back to the, the conversation earlier about top 10, I don't think you can put Steph Curry in the top 10 right now. And the reason being, if you look at the list of top 10, kind of everyone's standard list, even guys like Tim Duncan, um, I think the next person to be placed on the top 10 list to knock Duncan out or others like him will be a guy like Kevin Durant. Because That's a good point. Steph Curry doesn't have, and don't get me wrong, he's transcendent. He's done things that people have never done before, um, shooting the basketball and changing the way the game is played. But if you look at every person on the top 10 list right now, each of them for at least a while in their career was an elite level defender. And that's not something that Steph Curry can add to where he is. It's not taken away from him. It's just calling it what it is. Everybody else in that list, for a period of time, normally years, were elite level. Not magic, but yeah. Not ma- I mean, I would say this. Everyone else on the list for a period of time was recognized as the best player in the game, period. What about the point, Jay, that next up for the top 10 is KD, who was on Steph's team and was recognized as a better player? Yeah, I, uh, I, th- I think there'll be a room for both when it's all said. So uh, who else are you knocking out other than Duncan? I, I, I'm not going to go to knocking people out yet right now. I mean, it, it, their careers are not finished. And not only it that. It has to be the end product, man. And that's why I keep saying when it's all said and done, and, and Steph wins a fourth championship this year, it's going to change a whole lot. And not only that, Kevin Durant's seven feet tall shooting from half court. It's different. His length, his da da da. Then you look at Steph Curry, smaller guard, brought something to the NBA we never seen before where kids are actually screwing up their basketball game trying to be Steph Curry. So it, it it's it's a little bit different when people say, well, KD versus Steph, and he shoot the ball this way versus that. He changed the whole entire NBA. He did. He changed the NBA. No question. Like, who does that? Well, he did it. The great very, players Very rarely do that. in any sport does anyone the do that. The great players do that. Don't mean your top ten, though. Oh, God, Max. Not yet. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, let's go from Jimmy versus Steph to one of Steph's former teammates. Pass to Durant, who throws it down. Fish's right hand off the cut down the lane. 29 for Durant. Uh. Got you stuck off the realness. Shaquille O'Neal posted a fan tweet on his Instagram story, guys, which sarcastically listed KD's accomplishments since he left Steph and the Golden State Warriors in 2019. Because the list under accomplishments for KD had nothing, pointing to KD's lack of success since leaving to team up with uh, Kyrie in Brooklyn. Shaq obviously not impressed with KD's uh, Brooklyn career so far. Is this fair criticism? I mean, guys coming off an Achilles, which used to end careers, and still you should not be the same player afterward, and then got healthy enough to get back on the floor and came within a hair of knocking off the eventual champions basically by himself. And then got hurt again this year. And then got hurt again this year. What do you think of what Shaq had to say, Jay? I'm, 
I mean, look, I, I love the big diesel. Just him reposting that is just him riling people up, right? Like, he's obviously a fan of the Golden State Warriors, which you're allowed to be a fan of whatever team you want to be a fan of. And for me, like, that just seems like a little dig at Kevin Durant. That's a slide at Kevin Durant. Like, I don't think it's called for, but, you know, we do it. People do it every day. Give their takes on different things. And, you know, look, once again, like, when you repost something, it doesn't really provide context about the injuries, about all the details of him playing without Kyrie and without, with James Harden limping, all that stuff. It's just a snapshot that speaks a lot of words uh, in your mind about how you interpret that. But in my opinion, like, I look at that, I'm like, whatever, that's a post. Like, KD will probably respond back, and then we'll move forward. I don't think that categorizes KD's career over the last three years, though. He's been injured. Yeah, you're right, Jay. You took everything I was going to say. Sorry. No, it's not your fault because I was going to say the exact same thing. You, It's unfair because, first of all, if I'm KD, I ain't going nowhere anyway. I'm staying at Golden State and win me another 20 of them, but that's just me. Mm. I ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. I went to Golden State because I wanted to go to Golden State. If y'all don't like it, y'all can kiss my you-know-what. He was hurt, came off Achilles. Then, like Jay said, you got the Kyrie situation. You got the James Harden situation. Blah, 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 blah. So it's not really his fault that over the last three years, he's basically been in the playoffs and that was it and going home. Two years from now, let's see where it's at. If they get everybody healthy and Ben Simmons and Kyrie and they sign them all back and shuffle the, the bottom of the bench around, let's see where they're at. Now, partly. But you can't say anything to Shaq if you Kevin Durant. Yeah, o- only MJ could really say something to Shaq. Okay. Who else could really say something I'm to him? I'm sure Katie will respond. No, no, no of course. Will, but but it, I'm, not, say I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, who can really tell Shaq anything? Yeah, you can't right? really say anything. Only a couple of dudes, maybe. It's Kareem like, could tell something to Shaq. It, you know? Think about what I'm saying. I hear you. Like, in all honesty. Who the hell could say something to you in college basketball? Nobody. Ooh, you but said I hear that. you said that very it was some matter of fact. Two-time player of the year. Yeah, well, like, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you can't though. say nothing. You got to just whatever. But but he but he, the thing is like you reposting something is you saying it essentially, right? Or or was it just to create conversation? Because there are times I reposted things on IG where I'm just curious to see what people say about it, <clears throat> curious to get their opinion about it. I'm not saying it. I'm just reposting what somebody else said to incite thought. Let's say that he posted it for an obvious reason, right? Like he's taking a shot. To me, that says more like I know people see things very binary. Oh, Max is down on Steph. He's going to hate Steph hater. But here's here's a point where but like (laughs) now here I'm going to give Steph credit. It's also part of the Warriors organization, right? They have an excellent organization. They load and reload and they have a system. But one of the reasons KD hasn't won a championship since he left Golden State, even though he was the best player between him and Steph when they were on the same on the same team. Is Steph does create? You are able to create a kind of machine with Steph at the at the helm, right? That you slide someone like KD right in, don't miss a beat, win championships, win championships. Go try to do that somewhere else. It's hard when you look at the Warriors roster. It's not like they, oh my god, they were the most loaded team of all time without KD. Iguodala was getting a little older. Clay was still in his prime, right? But Steph, Clay, Draymond Green, there are more loaded rosters than that, or at least as loaded. But because you have Steph Curry, it all works. And now you slide a – it didn't have to be KD. It could have been Paul George. They'd have been mm. unstoppable, right? That's, on, that's good on Steph. 
and the Warriors organization. To me, that's not even really a shot at KD as much as it is a compliment to Golden State. No? Could have been Paul George instead of KD. What do you have to say about that, Jay? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know about that, Max. And KD got finals MVT, MVP twice. Like, KD's prolific, man. No, I'm not saying He's, Paul George is KD. I, I know, but, like, yeah, I, I'm just going back to kind of, you're like, yeah, you can fit in anybody. I don't know you can just fit in anybody that would be at that level if they and got two back-to-back finals MVPs. No, no, what I'm saying is no one was going to stop I hear, Golden I hear State. what you're saying. It's a compliment to Golden State. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying they won 73 games and came within a minute or, or within yeah, a point of winning the finals. Once you, once you slide another all-star caliber player, let alone an MVP caliber player into there, Good luck beating them. But because of Steph, you could have stood a lot of dudes in there. If if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm taking all this stuff, everything that's happened this year, and I'm building up clips. I'm like, see, Kyrie, see what they've been saying about you? Hey, Ben Simmons, you see what they've been saying about you? You see what they've been saying about me? Okay, great. Like, this, if anything, should bring this team together. So you use it as fuel. One million percent. You know, we use even more petty stuff like that than fuel. If I was KD, though, in all honesty, I would have never left Golden State. I just, but everybody thinks differently. I don't really give two you-know-whats about what people say. I know what I am, and I've always said this since day one, man. I just wish KD felt that way. Like, he didn't have to prove anything to nobody. Like, I just wish he wasn't like an internet detective or social media worrying just because he's so good. Like, I could use the narrative. I could flip the script and say, well, we won five championships here at Gold State because of me. But not he, he's trying. But the reason yeah, I, I joined him, but they only had one prior to me getting here. Now we got six. But the reason I applaud him for it is because the thing he will prove if and when he wins a championship away from Golden State is y'all know how great I am. And by the way, he sacrificed the prime of his Just career did, in the finals. He, he did not stop playing because he was trying to win in the finals and then snapped his Achilles. If he goes somewhere else and build, builds a champion, he'll have proved something that joining a team like Golden State does not prove. You know, that you could build and lead. You know, that's a new thing. He has yet to do it. Coming up. What should we expect from Tiger Woods at the PGA Championship? That's next, but first, Jay has this for Masterworks. Hot new story. Talking about one of the best business minds in sports. Regardless of how you feel about how he runs things in Dallas, you cannot deny the dude is a baller. That three Super Bowl run was legendary, and he turned his parents' small grocery store into an empire worth billions. So when he puts millions into a new market, valued at $1.7 trillion, it's worth paying attention to. Here's the best part, though. Now ordinary people like you and I can enter the same market without needing to own a franchise. Check it out. It's called Masterworks. What they're doing is revolutionary, which is why they've already gotten over 400,000 members on their platform and certify unicorn status. Our listeners get priority access to skip their wait list. Just go to masterworks.io and use promo code KJM. See, important regulation A, disclosures at masterworks.io slash CD. That's masterworks.io, promo code KJM. Masterworks.io, promo code KJM. There is no guarantee of profits, and investing includes risk of loss.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Guys, there's some guys in the industry, when I first broke in and I was like in my early 20s and I was doing a boxing show on ESPN 2, like Stu Scott was like this. And when I did Around the Horn, would take me aside and be like, man, don't worry about the critics, you're doing great. And our guest right now did the same thing, passed me by in an airport. He's on top of the world, big famous guy, takes me aside and says, hey, keep doing what you're doing. Meant a lot to me. And now he's part of the family, guys. Joe Buck, ESPN's Monday Night Football, host of PGA Championship with Joe Buck and Michael Collins with us now. Welcome, Joe. Oh, my God. That's nice of you to say thank you. How are you guys? Good, man. Doing good, Joe. Isn't it always good to hear from, like, a younger guy in the industry that you weren't a jerk to him? Like, whenever someone said that to me, hey, you were really nice to me coming up, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I, I, you know, I followed my dad into this business, and the best thing about it is my dad was so nice to everybody that I never have to worry about the back end of the sentence when somebody goes, hey, you know, I worked with your dad back in the 80s at CBS, and I don't have to worry about the next part being, and that's bastard owes me three thousand dollars so you know pay up kid and i i don't have to worry about that i still miss he was a good dude i still miss the joe buck voice 
Brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. That's when I know I'm watching real baseball at that yeah. point. Uh, how are you doing there, Keyshawn? How are you? Good, yeah. man. How you doing, Joe? Joe. I'm doing good. Joe, I am curious. Uh, obviously, you, um, you know, your PGA Championship show that starts with Michael Collins today at 4, um, at 1 p.m. Eastern, excuse me. I'm curious. What are your expectations about Tiger Woods? Obviously, we saw him at the Masters. We saw how it played out. Uh, I'm just curious what, what you think we're going to see this time around. I think we just have to be happy to see him at mm-hmm. this point. I, I don't know that you can have uh, expectations of him winning this, although when somebody asked him the other day, do you think you can win, uh, his answer was definitely, which you know should excite a lot of people. It, it does me. I mean, that it, all eyes will be on him yet again. But I, I think the best thing about Augusta was that he finished tied for 47th and and he was able to make it up and down those hills. There's a little bit of that at Southern Hills. I mean, it is called Southern Hills. So he is, Hmm. he's going to have to, he's going to be challenged with that right leg. Uh, And and I saw some video of him yesterday, just walking up a hill, uh, trying to get to his family at the end of his practice round. I mean, it, it looked like he was in pain, but if he says he feels better, if he says he's more prepared, then, you know, we'll see where that leads him. But I think at this point, with what he's coming back from, uh, you know, the expectations have to be, let, let's see some great shots and let's see if he can get into contention and then let the old uh, the old nervous system take over and, and take some people down. But I, I think he's got to go slow here at the start. Joe, where would he have to finish for you to feel good about his next steps? Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, top, as I said, tied for 47th at, at Augusta, top 20, top 15, uh, which is not what we ever put on Tiger Woods prior to an event. You just expected him to win. And the question was always, well, who can challenge Tiger Woods? So I think we all have to recalibrate a little bit and realize what he's coming back from. I mean, he almost died. He almost lost his right leg. And to go out there on the leg that, you know, is supporting his entire swing and think that after all this practice this week and then four days of walking, the problem is just if if those legs get tired, and and I don't see how they can't, uh, they will for Scotty Scheffler, the number one in the world, you know, what's he playing on then? And, you know, he started well at Augusta, and then he kind of trailed off. I think he'll start well this week and and we'll see if he can maintain more of the typical tiger deeper into the weekend than he did uh, down in Georgia. Joe Buck ESPN Monday night football host joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Joe, uh, we got the NFL schedule that's released a week ago and I am curious what what's the Monday night football game that you are most looking forward to? I think Rams at Green Bay. I mean, but we're always we're anytime anybody asks when that scheduled show comes out, everybody's basing it all on last year. And and last year that's a hell of a matchup. It's the Monday before Christmas. So, you know, it's Lambeau Field, it's the Rams, the reigning world champs. It's gonna be amazing. But you know, we, we all know that every team is one injury away from having a season get flushed. So I, I would say at, at this moment, uh, it would be Rams at Green Bay on the Monday before Christmas. But our, 
you know, the beauty of, of some of these movements with quarterbacks is, you know, you look at the AFC West, you can't miss in any matchup. And we have a couple of those. And, you know, we've got Seattle hosting Denver week one with Russell Wilson going back to take on the Seahawks where, you know, he took them to back-to-back Super Bowls. And uh, there's going to be a lot of anticipation before our week one matchup, you know, not, not just for us, for Troy and me to, to switch over and, and go to a new network and, and enjoy Monday Night Football. But the league is going to be watching and the average fan is going to be watching to see Russell Wilson go back to Seattle. So I, those are the two that jump out to me. But I, I think our schedule ended up being great. And, uh, you know, that that's something that I was really pleased with when it came out a couple Thursdays ago. Well, we're really pleased to have you and Troy here at ESPN. Joe Buck, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Of course. Thank you, guys. Good All talking right, to you. Right, Good luck, Joe. Coming up, guys, he's half man, half amazing. And we'll ask him if he'd rather have Jimmy Butler or Steph Curry for the rest uh, of the playoffs. Because Jay just won't get off this uh, topic. <laughs> But first, Key has this from NetSuite. In growing companies, there are two kinds of CFOs. The one overwhelmed with manual processes, errors, and the lack of control of the numbers. And the one who uses NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system with visibility and control of financials, inventory, HR planning, and budgeting. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. The CFOs that get it, Jay, they get it, as you know. And the CFOs that don't, like Max, just don't get some things, they don't. <laughs> Head to NetSuites.com slash KJM for a special one-of-a-kind financing offer. NetSuites.com slash KJM. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
So when you think about it, I know y'all been through this before where you starve yourself all day long because you're thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner. And yeah. You don't want to ruin your appetite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did this yesterday. I literally starved myself all day long. So I figured I was getting ready to eat on ESPN's Dime. You were going to a dope spot last night, I was too. going to dinner with Evan Wellner, our producer. And no show. It was one of those deals where it's like, okay, I'm going to do our show. I'm going to go home. I'm going to do what I need to do. You were working back. all day yesterday, I'm going to come too. back. I'm going to do... NFL Live, I'm going to do Sports Center, and then I'm going to go back. I'm going to lay down for a little bit. Man, then I get to watch the Rangers game with him, and I get to watch the Mets game, and then we'll get to watch a little bit of the uh, Golden State Warriors game. He calls me, and, you know, I just woke up. I got a really hard headache. Before he even gets out of here, yeah, I'm like, oh. Yeah, he, he, he texts me. Uh, you know, first he texts me the time, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Probably about – 45 minutes later, he texts me he woke up with a bad headache. And I'm sitting there going, okay, that's not true. He's lying. <laughs> because when he walked out the building and he told me he was staying at, you know, New York, he was somewhere way in Midtown. We're way on the lower uh, east side. Uh, uh-huh. So I said, he ain't coming back. You know that game. He ain't coming back. Traffic Especially too, traffic. he know at 7 o'clock 7 traffic. O'clock, oh, and yeah. he knows oh, that horrible. he has to drop his credit card down. So how should I feel about that? <laughs> well, you got cheated out of a dinner. Is is yeah. he? Because my my wife is this now. My wife will make plans all the time, and then something comes up where she is like a habitual canceler. She's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go." And she's like, "I always I'm tell really people tired. this, Jay. I always tell people this before you say yeah, I don't yes. Like them people before yeah, I, you say I, I yes to it. anything. Because then I'm the one answering for her to everybody. I'm like, you oh. nowhere no more. You canceled on my daughter's birthday. Party. I didn't care. And See, you blamed it on your wife. Before you can't. say yes that's, to anything, here's the what? litmus test. That's a prime example. What is? Or better yet, she canceled and had you. You do it. Thank you. That's, that's, that's why this, I don't invite that's the Williams puts me no in. more. And that, see, nope. that's what happens. Before you this say yes, before you say yes daughter, to any plans, don't be, they don't stop. get it. Don't ask yourself, will I do it at some later point? When someone says, hey, you want to do this at this point? Pretend that it's time it's to done. go do that right then. And guess what? You'll say no to almost everything. Yeah, I say hard, no to hard. almost everything. See, it's hard to say no when I like people and I really want to do it. I invited Jane them a year ago or a year and a half ago to my daughter's birthday party. It was in the middle of the party. pandemic. Oh, God, the pandemic. See, see, but I'll tell, you one thing, I'll tell you one thing. I'm coming to his we 50th birthday party. We were being tested at the front door. I'll be door. at the 50th birthday party. I'm flying Everybody was tested at the front door. He calls me <laughs> if today. You showed oh, up. my wife really didn't want to go. It's outside. She was pregnant with my son. Uh, you, whatever. What do you want from me? I'm trying to survive over here the in nice my own house. bags for all the kids. I get, I get killed at home, and now I get killed at home. And your son did not man. get the goodie no, bag. No, the daughter didn't daughter get the didn't goodie, get goodie bag. bag. No, We're back in 10 it's, seconds. And it was expensive, too. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are joined now by ESPN NBA analyst Vince Carter. What's up, VC? What's going on, man? How you doing? What's happening, doggy? Good, good. Not hey, much, listen, man. Hey, hey, Even hey, though I sound like freaking PJ Carlissimo and Doc Rivers. That's everyone. Both you and Key today. Man, just killing me. But I'm, I'm better than yesterday, so, you know, improvement. Yeah, I think everyone's in the same boat around here. It's like an infirmary man. here. Vince, we've been having this discussion all morning. Okay. Who would you rather have for the rest of these playoffs, Jimmy Butler Ooh. or Steph Curry? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, that's 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 an unfair question, <laughs> uh, in my opinion. I, I, I think, you know, 
I'm going to say Jimmy Butler hesitantly, but I think, you know, what, what Jimmy Butler brings on both ends. I mean, in the, for the rest of the playoffs is what you said. Mm-hmm. And right now for the rest of the play, you know, the, for the rest of the playoffs is you need a guy who can get it done on both ends. Not saying Steph can't do it on both ends. And, and it's, it's paining me to say this because of what Steph brings offensively, but what Jimmy Butler is doing offensively is competing with what Steph is doing offensively and what Jimmy Butler is bringing defensively. Who else is doing that? Who else is dominating? Who else is dominating on ball as well as well as off the ball? He's able to be in two places at one time. I mean, you're watching, you watch the third quarter. He wasn't guarding his man, but he, his man, he knew where his man was. I mean, steal after steal is just putting his stamp on the game. Mm. BC, okay, so let's take it a step further because this is how the conversation really got popped off. Are you, are you willing to say that Jimmy Butler, as of right now, is a top five player in the NBA? Am I willing to say that right now? Yes. Is he a top five player in the league? Be- because of what we see. I, I, I think so. Because I'm saying right now because it's the playoff. Jimmy Butler doesn't play at the top five level regular season. That's what that's just this that's just Ooh. the reality of it what it is. This he doesn't is the, play that way. So VC like does so to you being top 5 is about how you just play in the playoffs. It's not how you play throughout the entire year. Wait, wait you you're saying well, I, well I'm I'm well I took the question as you're saying right now right we're, now we're, we're looking at the playoffs. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah, in general. It's like if you were saying hey, oh, I'm not looking at, I'm just looking at everything right now. Even if Jimmy Butler's playing out of his tail right now, I want to say for the entire year looking at the overall landscape no, no, of the well, NBA. I mean, no, I mean, I don't think you can put him in the top five. They're just, I mean, just because, I mean, yeah, he catches, you know, he's one of those, like, the last leg. You got to look for Jimmy Butler because, you know, when playoff time, he's what, what he's going to do. You talk about the body of work th- for this season alone from start to finish. Not, I don't think top five. This, this, the, the. So, in other words, VC, if you blocked him in a closet the entire regular season and you unleashed him in the playoffs, you take that nine out of ten times. Yeah, because what, what are we playing for? When, when you start training camp, what does everybody say? Well, we come in here, we, we're trying to win a championship. <laughs> we want to win a championship. Everybody, every player who gets traded in any sport, they always say what? They want to win a championship. And so as a coach and as a player, you want to go to a team that's going to win a championship. Obviously, you want to put yourself in the best position. Watch this. You want to put yourself in the best position to get to the playoffs, getting get that top seed. What did Miami do? Yeah. They got the top seed. So, you you know, they did what they had to do. It just – it's not the sexiest approach, if you would. I mean, it's not like, you know, we you, you didn't come into the playoffs saying you, – you say Miami Heat culture, the Miami Heat as a unit. That, you know, you didn't say they're superstar Jimmy Butler, but you give the respect to Jimmy Butler because you knew playoff time came around. You're going to be saying Jimmy Butler's a superstar. And he's a, he is a superstar, but he's just – he raises that level – raises to that level, in my opinion, in, in the playoffs, he is a star player, you know, in, in the regular season. He does what he needs to do to get his team in position to do this because he understands because two years ago they were in, um, in, in the finals. He understands. To me, if you could do just enough and still get the number one seed, you're winning. If you can have the best record because every round you advance, you're the number one seed. You always have home court. And you have game seven, if it goes that far, in your building, which every team wants. Vince Carter, ESPN NBA analyst, 2000 dunk 
contest champion. By the way, guys, just announced on our show, he's going to do it next All-Star game again. You're wild. Keyshawn, Will, and Max. <laughs> I, know, I know a lot of players in the NBA, uh, VC, they don't like to talk about these sort of things with players. Okay. But I want to ask you this because Max Kellerman believes this, I think. I'm going to speak for him now. If Steph Curry wins another NBA title but never gets the NBA Finals MVP, does he slide into the top ten of all time? Oof. That's tough. That's tough. Dang, Keith. Um, he wins the title, so he'll have four, correct? Yes. Yes. With no MVP. In the Ooh. finals, yeah. In the finals. Uh, uh, in the finals, yeah. But he has back-to-back MVPs in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I, I think it's um, it's debatable. No. I still think it's debatable. Vince, one of the – But, I mean, tell me this. But tell me this, guys. If they win it this year, who who do you see, like, for what we've seen so far from the Golden State Warriors – if they win it this year, who would get it? Maybe Draymond. I mean, who, who, la- last time that when they uh, lost to the Cavs, Draymond was about a B Finals MVP. You see, BC, like, I'm, ta- I'm talking about this year. Like, I yeah. mean, we're, we're talking Hard about like, to, right, right. like what we've seen. So, in other words, there's a good For chance he is Finals MVP this year. BC, the man is averaging close to damn near 30 points in the Western Conference Finals for his career. But for if he doesn't get it, VC, if he but, doesn't but his career get doesn't, it, we're talking about this year. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I know, last I know, time I was the first game of the Western Conference Finals, it looked a, pretty good to me. A caller made a good point, VC, saying, I thought, saying, look, the next dude up for the top 10 would be KD. And they did play on the same team, and it was KD who was clearly, mm-hmm. like, the best player on the team. What about mm-hmm. that? Okay, but but is it can, can we also say Steph Curry was doing whatever it t- took to make it, win, make it work, no to win. Doubt. Yep. No doubt. And understood, understood who he had on his team, a la Dwayne Wade. Yep. Yeah, but Dwayne Wade's not in the top ten. LeBron is, you know. I, I, I understand. And he understood who he had on his team, and it was about winning championships. And, I, I, and you know, and, and it's unfor- I think Steph is about that. He wants the championship. Mm. Mm. Well, let me ask you real quick on, a, on our way out, because we got about, you know, 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think that it was all Golden State's defense last night, VC, or do you think Luca was just off his game? I, I think it was a lot of Golden State's defense. I, I, I do think he was slightly off of his game. I, you know, I think he was still riding the high of playing great basketball, but I think the defensive pressure and the lack of ball movement—I mean, a body movement—because they started to double, and, and even in the third, the third quarter is what we talked a lot about. The third quarter. They were forcing him to his left, but he, they kept forcing him to a crowded side. So now he forced him to force him to a crowded side, and there's a couple of opportunities where Steph was trying to double above the three-point line. And guess what the weak side was doing? Sitting there watching, saying, well, it, when Luka beats the double team, he's going to make the right play. Well, this is a different situation than Phoenix. Now they're double above the, above the three-point line. That means somebody has to get his vision. They have to get his vision to make the game easier for him. You know, so he can dominate in the second half. And I thought their defensive pressure, and I thought because of their defensive pressure, got Clay going. He got that easy layup, which got him going. And then Steph got going in, in, this, in the second half as well. 
That is the great Vince Carter, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, DC, can I, always hey guys, can I say one more thing? Go ahead. Sure. We got like 20 seconds. Hey, hey man, I know. I just got to say uh, rest in peace to my man, Adamola Okolaja, my college teammate. Mm-hmm. He passed away on Monday. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a big blow to our, our, our university, but I, I just haven't had to say that. A chance to say it on air, so I just want to say rest in peace to you, old man. Love you, brother. Rest Prayer in peace. You and your team, VC. Thanks, VC. Always, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.